Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the way. We want it men. Jason, good morning. How you doing, man? I'm doing I'm doing all right. I didn't sleep well last night. I kept getting this is crazy, but I kept thinking every time that my eyes would kind of like flitter open that it was time to jump on the Target app and try to see if I can get that prototype Boba Fett. That's tomorrow, isn't it? I know, but you just never know with these things. And like maybe they suddenly come into stock and they'll ship it to you. I don't know, but it's supposed to be live tomorrow morning. Right. Unless people know the back door. But I was just, I kept waking up. I'm like, maybe it's happening now. And then I would check Target and I'd be like, just go to sleep. So I'm just, I'm very tired. And, and sometimes like that anxiety just, I'm doing all right. How about you? <laughs> Good. Modern, the joys of a modern collector, dude. Yeah. It, it sucks, man. It does. And then it, I, I've, I was talking to somebody last weekend and they pay Yak Face. Yak Face has, apparently has a, a Patreon where you pay them like five or 10 bucks a month and they give you all the back doors. So oh. you can go on like, the, like, cause we were talking about how the retro Boba Fett's never hit the shelves. And he was like, well, I got one. And we're like, how the hell did you get one? He, well, I pay yak face like five bucks a month to get the back doors because they, they do, you know, stuff like that happens. If, if you huh. know where to look, you can, you can get, you know, yeah. Yak face is a whiz with, like shipping manifests and knowing knowing exactly when figures are going to hit warehouses and that's just a whole like new level of modern collecting ninja training right there well i was actually uh the uh recipient of that yesterday with the boba fett uh hallmark ornament yes so did you get one yes the animated the animated one i got it like an hour and a half before it went on sale wow (laughs) I, I know somebody. I know somebody who has that kind of stuff. That's awesome, man. Wow. Way yeah. to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of held my breath for a minute and, uh, yeah. And, and, and it worked like a couple hours later, it went through. I would, yeah, I'd be a paranoid that I would get the order, but then it was canceled because it wasn't, you know, noon. You're what, ordering around 11. It's supposed to go live at noon and somehow you, order it an hour before i would just be like that whole hour like is it going to get canceled is it oh dude canceled? i i was worried about it because and then on top of that um i paid it through paypal and they were like this charge is pending so i was like crap 
and until I realized that it it was good, I, I you know, until it finally went through. And I'm like, Phew. and then I hate paying PayPal because it's my wife's PayPal. So it goes through her email address instead of mine. So I never see the confirmation emails. And then I'm asking her about it a couple of days later. And she, oh, hold on a minute. I hadn't checked my email in like three days. And, you know, then, then uh, you know, she'll, then she'll forward me the information and it does me no good because I need her, you know, it's just a big mess. Yeah. And, and I try not to use her email, but it's, I always fail. Yeah. You get anything fun over the uh, San Diego com? Is it? No, it's whatever virtual cons that they're releasing Walmart right now. Con. Walmart con, Target con. It seems like everybody, you know, you can't have a virtual, a real con this year or whatever. So they're just releasing stuff online. Yeah. So Target had three carbonized troopers and I skipped those. Oh, I was wondering if you're going to pick up the uh, scout trooper. Or not I might wait. I might wait and see. Well, it's like pearlized. It's not even carbonized. It's this weird mother of pearl scout trooper. But you know, it's it it just it's to the point where it's just like enough. This is repacks and repaints of things that were never in the movie. It's not like an anniversary figure. They did that for what the three point seven five. There was a couple like silver figures that they released, and I had picked those up, and I'm like but then they stopped getting away from anniversaries and it was just like, here's just another silver figure. And it was just like, no, you got to stop this. And I feel like they got to stop these carbonized things because it's just repacks and repaints for just trying to cash in. Yeah. That's the Tasbro's pissing me off with all that crap. I mean, they look cool. I mean, I do have the, the Mandalorian and the Boba Fett version, but after that, it's like, why bother? I mean, I could see you, and I, I said scout trooper, but I meant short trooper. Yeah, I might uh, pick it up. Just because you you have a thing for short troopers, yeah. and you have all of them, so why not pick up the carbonized one? But there again, your Tasbro's getting another twenty five bucks out of you when they already got three fifty for the the barge, and now they they're just you know they're doing the Rancor, which is probably gonna be another two fifty, and just it's it's getting you know how much money are you gonna bleed out of it, right. bro? Right. And then, like, the uh, Super Trooper Mandalorian. What's his name? The Heavy. Heavy Mando. Yeah, Heavy Mando, he's, yeah. He's another one of those. It was just like, this is the third time you released him in the credit collection. You released him in just a regular figure. It's like, there's no... He, he appeared in, what, two episodes? Like, there's just no reason for this. Right. There's, and, yeah. I, I, um, but they also did that with the... They did the, the Cara Dune. They did her three ways. They did the Mando three ways. They did, you know, um, so they, they're doing that on all the other Mandos. And then uh, they also did it on a three, 3.75. Yeah. Three and three quarter. They did it a normal and a carbonized version, which I'm, I don't understand, but damn you Hasbro. Yeah. But I have all the carbonized except for the Sith trooper and then these three, but I'm, I don't feel the need to get anything other than the short trooper because I have that affinity for that figure, for that character. Right that look, that armor, that aesthetic, whatever you want to call it. I, I like that. So I might next spring when it hits shells, see if I can get one, but I don't feel the need to, to pre-order, which says a lot because I'm usually like a completist, but here I'm like, you know what? I, I, maybe not anymore with these carbonized ones. Yeah. It, it gets to the point where enough's enough because even in the midst of all this crap, them releasing stuff, you know, back to Funko, 
they they finally I have a set that they they have completed the rebel set that they've had completed for two or three years and they're releasing a super Mandalore or the one of the Mandalorians from rebels into the set. I'm like, son of a <laughs> one more. One more. I got to go buy. I, damn you, Funko, because I got rid of all my fets for that very reason, because they're like, oh, here's a bunch more fets. And I just didn't want to have to hunt them down. Would you get young Hera from Bad Batch? <sighs> I don't know. I'd have to see it because I mean, because it, it, even though it's a Rebels character, they, it would be branded as a Bad Batch character mm-hmm. as in the Bad Batch group. At least my my attitude. And then uh, Walmart has exclusive Clone Wars figures for both 3.75 from the Vintage Collection and the uh, Black Series. And so in the Black Series, there's the Clone Commander, I think, General Grievous, and Mace Windu. And it's very, very odd that they haven't released any imagery for those Black Series figures other than the um, Gennady Tartakovsky hope i pronounced his name right um graphics from the show and just like this figure is coming in black series so we don't even know if this is heavily stylized or if it's just a repack of general grievous and mace windu and this clone trooper with the new artwork on the side you know because the right. new black series has that that the artwork that you can kind of piece together and make this massive port um long image so I don't know if it's part of that or what they're doing because, so I only o- ordered the clone because clones are typically tough to find, mm-hmm. and that's a new clone. I don't think right. we've got that one yet. But for General Grievous and Mace, I haven't ordered that because I already have them. Right, and, it, and it, it, I feel you'd probably be opening a um, a Pandora's box if you redid those in the Clone Wars styling, maybe because then you know maybe they're going to release more of them. But I know they're doing that in the three. Uh, three and three quarter they're doing that the whole you know very stylized yeah uh clone wars well the whole thing with the black series is supposed to be realistic and that's why they it was weird when they started making ezra and hera and all the the rebels trooper uh, rebel crew because they're animated and so they kind of interpreted what that might look like in realistic form mm-hmm. so it'd be weird for them to make this highly stylized six inch figure right but then they went ahead and so I'm a very passionate vintage collection collector. I love the line. I love the look. Um, sometimes it bothers me that, yeah, like Hondo is on a Star Wars card and not like a Galaxy's Edge card. You'd have to make something up. But the whole thing with the vintage collection was just kind of the same thing with the Black Series, that this would be some sort of realistic interpretation of the character. So when it came time to make Anakin, Obi-Wan, in Ahsoka from the Clone Wars, they made him look real and they photoshopped the card back to make him look like they're from the movie, like almost like instead of watching a cartoon, you're just watching a live action version of the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. which kind of threw people off, but that was their whole branding was that this was going to be a, a real interpretation. But then they went ahead and made these new card backs with imagery from the show, and it's just like, as, as someone who's in marketing and, and tries to make brand consistency with everything that I do, whether it's social media or um, the website or 
I'm working on some infographics for proposals. And it's just like everything that I do, I, I try to keep in mind that that brand consistency. So within the vintage collection, we're kind of deviating from that consistency where we have these animated imagery when like for Hondo, I mean, Hondo from Galaxy's Edge, we, we only have that one animatronic and it's a very real version of that that character. It's not from the Clone Wars or from Rebels. It's like this very real interpretation of Hondo. I don't know. Maybe I care too much, but it's just it, it's just weird to have these cartoon characters at the same time. I love the look of it. Right. Well, that's what threw me about the rebel stuff is because they did try to make them look, you know, more realistic. And uh, I think they for the most part, they pulled it off. Uh, you know, I know uh, General Giant did a Sabine there. They did a, a run of rebels bust and those just look bad, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, because Sabine looks like an old Asian lady. Uh, you know, she looks like about 40, 40 or 50 years old where she should be in her 20s. Uh, you know, and, and same thing with Kanan. They just stayed, I think gentle giant missed a mark on those even though i think they're cool but the face you know because sabine you could put her helmet on and she looks great but then you put the head on it and it, it's who the hell's that so uh but yeah i i feel your pain dude yeah so i'm torn but i have uh i have the clones from the vintage collection coming um battle droid i didn't order two of the uh ayla Sekirala. I don't remember if I have her name right. And then there was another one that I haven't ordered yet, but I'll order them. They're still, as of this morning, still available. Well, that, that'll tell you something right there. Nobody wants them. Yeah. So I don't feel the rush to get it, but I will. Yeah, I think we all kind of, as collectors, we've learned not to to play their games a little bit. And I think, truthfully, you know, as, as a collector, don't buy, if you don't like the repacks, don't buy them because then it'll send a message to Hasbro to quit doing it. You know, or hopefully Hasbro will get the get the message to quit doing all these repacks because we don't want them. Yep, and that's where I am with the carbonized stuff. It's like, all right, stop with the repacks and the blatant blatant repaints. Right. The cash in repaints—that's exactly. what I probably should call them. But where everybody, yeah, where they just want your money. So, so. is that all you I, got? Was those couple of things you hadn't bought anything else over the last couple of weeks? Because it's been a couple of weeks since we. Yeah, I got live. the. The uh, I already mentioned the Walmart exclusives. I got oh, I'm gonna open something live. Uh oh, it's the Hot Wheels Mandalorian on the speeder. Uh huh. And um, I know this is a visual visual gag, but if I can just there, it's open. <laughs> I don't I don't collect I don't collect the Hot Wheels except for the Mandalorian stuff. I've kind of limited to that. Mm. So this is the Mando on the speeder bike with Grogu kind of hanging off the back of it. And it's it's cute, but mm. I've only seen it once and I picked it up because I like it. But. All right. I do need to pick that one up. I need to start looking for that because I do have uh, I've got the Grogu and. Uh... There's two Grogu's. Right. Oh, I don't have I only got I don't know which one I have. I know there's one where he, he's doing something different. Yeah. The newer one, he's um, eyes closed, hands out, I think. Mm hmm. And then the other one is just kind of hanging out in the crib. But they're, they're both in the crib. Okay. Yeah, because the baby Yoda would be ridiculously small. Yep. And then, um, oh, <laughs> so uh, Entertainment Earth had the Boba Fett mask. Uh-huh. The Black Series one available for September, October. 
and I'm like, okay, sure, whatever, I'll get it. Um, and, and expecting it to be available then, and I got a notification that it's going to arrive today. <laughs> so that'll be arriving soon. Yeah, I do. Now that that's your like shipping and stuff, I do have a complaint about shipping, and it's just it's annoying. It's one of those annoying things because I had um, today's my wife's birthday, and I had ordered her this. Uh, ordered her a present i don't know if she's listening so i'm not going to say what it is yet but uh it had come from california and i'd ordered it like in april and the guy was going to make it and everything and um he messages me on wednesday that he's mailing it i was like oh man i'm never gonna get it in time so i'm I'm sitting there just frantically watching ups and uh no usps and it it shows that it's leaving california and then that's i don't get any updates until this morning when it says it's at the post office out for delivery. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you guys suck because you had me sweating that this thing was not going to make it in time for right. her birthday. And it's at the post office. Huh. Yeah. It's Harrison's birthday today. My son. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Harrison. Happy birthday, Mandy. Yeah. I did. Uh, dude, I, I missed the, uh, if y'all haven't missed, if y'all didn't see the Easter eggs from last episode or didn't hear the Easter eggs from last episode, go listen to them. You, your, your little interview with Harrison is, 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 uh, Oh, nice. I don't right know. I don't want to, I don't want to call it cute because he's a boy and he's 14 and he'd be like, oh, it was cute though. Yeah. I kind of called him in. I'm like, Hey dude, come here for a second. And he came yeah. in and I just moved the microphone. Yo, tell me about this. And he was just like, kind of put him on the spot. If I had asked him, he would get like anxious and be like, I don't, I don't know, but but yeah, right. that's cute. Yeah, and I do have. To, I mean, you purposely named him after Harrison Ford, right? No. <laughs> well, yes, yes, and no. Uh-huh. Have I told this story? No, you haven't. So he was originally Xander, and that was the name we were going to go with. And then the day he was born, I was holding him. I'm like, he doesn't, he doesn't feel like a Xander. Mm-hmm. And so the um, the next day, we're kind of throwing names around, and we did come up with Lucas, but. We, our roommate was Lucas. My wife and I, we had a roommate um, in college. His name was Lucas. And we always liked that name. Obviously, there is some connection to Star Wars. So, But they're like, okay, well, maybe Lucas. So I'm holding him the second day. And the third day comes around. I'm like, he just doesn't feel like a Lucas to me. And so we start going through all these names. And I was naming all these geek names. And he was he was feeding at the time. And I was going, you know, Peter, Clark, Kent um paul which is um my middle name my dad's name um and i did say harrison i said luke i said harrison and when i said harrison he stopped feeding and his head turned and he looked at me and my wife and i kind of looked at each other like oh crap (laughs) and so we gave it a second and then i started going through the names again and then when i got to harrison he, he again paused he didn't look at me but he paused and i'm like okay his name is harrison and that that that's been his name. Oh, that's better than the way my wife. I mean, I love that story. That's awesome. I mean, that's better than the way my wife got her name. She was, I guess they had a boy's name picked out. And then on the way to the hospital, they were like, we, we probably need a girl's name. And then they just, <laughs> well, Amanda sounds nice. And that's what they named her. Yeah. <laughs> and then turns comes out, she was a girl. And yeah, I like, that's an awesome story, dude. That That's cool. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm glad that I'm, can say like i didn't name him after harrison ford you picked your own name dude right that's what i love that's awesome yeah 
That's how then, I feel about never mind. No, about no, that's how ahead. I feel about animals too. You pick you let them pick you, man. You go, you know, they they pick you, you don't pick them. Yep. Exactly. But go ahead. But the, yeah, the other thing that happened this week was kind of crazy. Um mm. Is this the awesome special story you were saving yes. for today? Yeah, it's I probably hyped it up a little bit too much, but Okay. Um but I got a text from my brother and in the photo was a bunch of Nintendo powers from the nineties that in the eighties that I thought I had thrown out and the power of the force Two millennium Falcon box. Ooh. And I'm like, wait, what is that? And he's like, this was in the attic. And I'm like, what, what, how did that get in the attic? Like, I thought that was thrown out. He's like, no, no, it's up in the attic. My stepdad pulled it down. So I'm like, well, what else is there? And he's like, I'm going to go take a nap, talk to mom. I'm like, <laughs> we're texting this. I'm like, dude, you can't just talk to mom. I'm going to go take a nap. So I FaceTime my mom and she goes over and like, so she's showing me everything and she's like, do you want all this stuff? And I mean, I have like volumes of Nintendo power, probably maybe half the run starting with number one. So I'm like, yeah, I definitely want that. And then she goes over to the Millennium Falcon box and she starts going through it. And like I had bagged all of the boxes from the vehicle. So it's this, slave one it's the falcon it's the x-wing it's the outrider from shadows of the empire the tie fighter they say the x-wing it's all there wow and i had thought i had gotten rid of all that stuff i'm like yes yes i'll be up there in the next couple months to get it yes i want that and she's like do you want this thing and she starts to unroll this transparency that i don't even remember having or how i got it it's about three feet wide and it's about six feet tall it's transparent except for um, an image of Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and then the box set from 95 when they did the original trilogy one last time campaign. You know, I have that standee of Darth Vader in my room. Mm -hmm. It's from the VHS release. And you would put this transparency in the window so that you would see the, the box set of the VHS for, the, for Star Wars, the Star Wars trilogy. But you could also see through it. I don't remember ever asking for this thing. I don't remember having it, but, and I've never seen it before. Like, that's the thing that's bugging me is that somehow I got it, but I don't remember how I got it. I don't remember having it, but it's amazing. Right. And it looks like it's in good condition. So I can't wait to get that and get it framed and find a place for it. You're going to have was, a hell of a time framing a three by six inch or three by six foot piece of art. Well, it looks like I can get some, um, filler frames like frames for now for like 90 bucks okay which isn't bad and the thing i'm afraid of is it's like a transparent plastic so if is it fragile like because it's been in an attic for two decades right but i mean like i said i don't remember ever seeing this before so that's awesome dude i went on to the the um star wars collector's archive to see if they had anything like it because sometimes they they do get into the 90s a little bit but i didn't see it there so and i can't wait to share photos once once i finally have it back in hand right no that's even yeah no that's awesome because it's like childhood stuff man yeah stuff that i thought that it was gone mm -hmm. that i had thrown out and tossed both the the boxes and the nintendo powers and then to find something that you know i didn't even think i had or even knew existed is suddenly mine i'm like that's just that's the dream right there just to uncover something that 
is yours and you don't remember having and has been lost to you. Right. So it was awesome. Yeah. That, that, there's nothing quite like finding something like that, man. Because so it's just ec- on, huh? No, I was ecstatic. Yeah. No, because I found stuff like that where you think you lost it. It's nothing to do with Star Wars, but it's just something you think you lost and you find it like years later in the back of a drawer somewhere. And it's just, it's a, it's a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess I'll go with the, because uh, somebody got to go to the summer social and well, somebody did me, it. But no, I want to go with what I got before we go into the summer social. Yeah. And I also pulled some market watch stuff. Okay. Let me, let me go through my, my, my stuff. And then we'll go through the market watch and then we'll, because there's more news, man. There's a ton of news. Yeah, this there week. is. Yeah. Uh, but let me go through my week and then, or a couple of weeks, and then we'll, we'll go into the market watch and the news and blah, go blah, blah, it. blah, blah, blah. Uh, but dude, on the, uh, for the summer social, what I got, uh, Christian Wagner showed up and yeah. delivered a piece of art to me, which was pretty sweet that he actually, it was awesome that he actually remembered to bring it down and was like, dude, we'll meet up. And then all of a sudden I'm getting a message from him going, Hey, I'll be at the social tomorrow and I'll bring it to you. So we had a cool, you know, 15, 20 minute visit with him. And I got like a number one AP of uh, Ahsoka's remorse, uh, which is a, for the 501st trooper with Ahsoka in the, uh, in, in, in the reflection. And it's just, it's a cool looking piece. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And then I picked up some prototype stuff, which um, I picked up. I got a like a mock-up of a little kid's art set, uh, and I got it because it has the the rebel, the uh, stormtrooper with the rebel phoenix, rising phoenix, on it. So it it doesn't say it does. It's not branded rebels, but to me, it's enough of a brand of a rebels to to pick it up. And it's got yeah. all the you know mock-up, and it's got you know everything on it that says prototype and it's just got a ton of it on there so i, I picked that up for for cheap uh got a prototype of uh count dooku galactic heroes i got a little sabine head from the the three and three quarter series they did uh, a few weeks a few years ago got a whole ton of cases from our man ian i call him our crack dealer <laughs> plastic crack dealer crack, plastic crack dealer he's like you're gonna get me in trouble and i'm like ah well you are what you are, man. I can't, I can't argue with that, but he brought a ton of stuff and sold out of everything. So that was wow. cool to see. Um, and then I got a, a paint sample fifth brother from that same line that the Sabine is from. Um, I haven't compared it. I haven't brought my other one up just to compare them to see where the differences are. But uh, you know, paint sample for cheap. You can't, can't go wrong with that. And then uh, like I said, for the, 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 uh, just a Comic-Con releases or whatever the hell everybody's doing right now. I was able to pick up that, that Boba Fett, that classic Boba Fett. And then I got the uh, Luke, not the Luke. I'm look, I got a Luke 12 back card to go with my 12 back collection. But anyway, uh, the Hot Wheels, they did a, uh, a copy of the first number one Star Wars or not yeah. number one. The, yeah, I guess the, the where the Vader's green and nothing, everything's real stylized. It's yep. not, you know, you can't tell that they totally had no clue what everybody looked like when they made it because they looked nothing like anybody. And they did a, a Darth Vader car with that back to it. And I picked yeah. that up and it kind of freaked me out when you're paying 20 bucks for a freaking Hot Wheels car. But, you know, I can't can't argue. It was cool. It was too cool to pass up because, you know, then, uh, you, you know, you're, you're seeing because they did that one time with uh, the original one. And had it in a lightsaber, and those were running fifty to seventy-five bucks on the secondary market. So I, I had to pick it up. Mm-hmm. But that's my fun 
you went through that fast and that's a lot right there it really was it's a lot but it's not a lot and i i guess i talk too fast sometimes but... no no i don't mean like that it was just like not that you talk too fast there's just like there's a lot that you picked up and right you, you just kind of a couple prototypes and this and that it's just like whoa dude i picked up a lot of prototypes i picked up like five pieces from uh anthony he was at room sale he showed up late and he was kind of oh i don't know if i'm gonna bring my stuff in i'm like dude bring your stuff in i want to see and uh he had some cool pieces he uh oh actually i did pick up a uh what i thought was a prototype from him because somebody was he had a 3po run of galactic heroes and i really didn't want it uh but he had a run of 3po's and he had a prototype and then all the production pieces and he had one that came apart and as as the guy's making a deal with them, I'm like, no, you're not having that one. You're not buying that one. And the guy was just like, what do you mean? I, I want them all. I said, dude, but this one comes apart. I collect Galactic Heroes, and I don't know why it comes apart, but I got to figure out why it comes apart. And so I bought that one, and then come to find out it's a production piece. Oh, <laughs> no. Because I'm looking at it going, okay, these Galactic Heroes are already small enough. Why the hell would you make one for a five-year-old that comes apart? You know, because right. it come it's it's a choking hazard in my mind, but they actually made one that yeah. comes apart. Because you, you know, Anthony was kind of like, I don't know if it's a, you know, I don't know if it's a hard copy. It's got all the markings, but a hard copy normally has, you know, metal pieces in it instead of plastic. And I just got excited, and and it turns out to be a production piece, and it is what it is. And you know, I told the guy, he says, "You're not going to piss me off with my daughter." I said, "I'm, well, I'll deal with that when I see her again." Cause this was like at 11 o'clock at night. It was, it was a long, long weekend, but we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah. So what other news? I've got a couple of news things, but I don't, I mean, let's see what you got and then I'll, I'll go from there. I'll fill in the gaps. I did want to talk about the future of packaging Uh huh. because it's all going to be, pla- it's going to be plastic less. It's going to be cardboard. It's not going to be what we have now today. And Yak Face a couple months ago had some sort of Hasbro survey where they were kind of showing off. We we had talked about this. Um, a new Black Series package without the window on the front because it's all plastic. It, it all be cardboard. And um, my daughter was up in New York City at the Disney store and she bought a Little Mermaid doll for um, my niece. And it was all without plastic. It was, it was almost like a shoebox with the Little Mermaid on it. And you would kind of fold open the the shoe box and then the little mermaid would be in there but she's kind of pinned almost as like it's a fold out um pop-up book mm-hmm. she's kind of folded in behind some coral and so she's kind of locked in place and when you open up the coral that's when you can actually pull her out and there's just one piece of rubber band that was holding her hair together but for that was there was no plastic in it. And I'm just like, this is this is what Black Series collecting is going to be. And then come to find out the Vintage Collection Comic-Con exclusive Emperor and his throne is kind of the same thing where there's a cover piece where you slide that off and then there's the Emperor sitting on his throne. And then you can kind of unfold it even more kind of to the left and right. There's just almost like two, I don't know how to explain it, like almost like two towers kind of that you kind of fold down and it makes the entire death star area that he's sitting that whole like scene almost right and so you're kind of unlocking it by unfolding it and i think that is the future of of packaging 
for Star Wars. Right. I, I saw that and I was kind of impressed, but kind of just kind of like, eh, now you got to build it up because I did that. You know, you try sometimes when, when I try doing crazy stuff or dealing with crazy packaging like that, it never turns out right. right. You know, because I did the the Back to the Future had a, a Playmobil um, advent calendar and you unfolded the clock tower and I just I can't get it folded right. It looks yeah. cool, but you can just tell it's not right. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be the same situation or not. We'll have to see, but that's the future. I'm kind of curious as to how they're going to do that with the vintage collection. Um, because if you get away from the plastic, you get away from that aesthetic. Right. And so will they make an exception for the vintage collection? They, they probably will. I don't see why they, they want it. I mean, that plastic is not, I don't know. It's not a whole lot of plastic, but. Or do they dude, retire it? And they go back to the Black Series boxed 3.75 that they once did. But that's still got, I guess they could. It's still plastic, though. But they, if they're going to get, then you're not going to see the figures. But. Right, right. So you won't know if it's a good paint job or not. <laughs> or hell, even if it's the right figure in there. But I do think that might be the future of, of Star Wars mm-hmm. packaging. I think that's going to be the future of packaging, period. I mean, yeah. remember. Well, they, they used to have these things called CDs. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> and, and when they first came out, I guess so people wouldn't steal them. They had them in like these big, almost shoebox things. You remember those? You know, they were like a foot tall, you know, in these boxes. No. Yeah, dude. They were they were basically the size of a CD, uh, but they were, I guess, a shoebox or what? I don't know how to describe them, uh, but. They were they were the width and the depth of a CD, but they were like two foot tall or like a foot tall. Huh. And then they had the CD in there. And then a couple of years later, they stopped making them. I mean, they made cool because uh, they had the the art of the CD on it. And I guess with the whole the same thing, people were trying to conserve cardboard, and then they went with the whole, you know, anti theft devices that they can keep. And yeah. now they don't. Now you can't even find a CD. So future right. of packaging. Right. I'm going to have to go back and, and Google that because I have no memory of CDs looking like that. Yeah, it was just like a little cardboard thing. And, it, you know, like I, I've got a matchbook in front of me and I guess it would be like a matchbook. I, I don't know. I, I, and you just, Was it you, like a cardboard case? Yeah, it was a cardboard case, basically. And then you would open up the cardboard case and the CD would be in there, right? Right. Yes, I remember now. There you go. I think they had Queen. My, my parents had Queen like that. Mm-hmm. God, I love me some Queen. I didn't realize how much I enjoyed Queen until I saw I went to that cover concert and it was just it was really fun. <laughs> that dude sounds just like Fe- Freddie Mercury. It's kind of scary. Dude, it is. And um, you know, I'm sitting there singing and I'm trying to have a good time and I'm trying to like the first set I'm being reserved. And like <laughs> this is it Freddie. Yeah, no, no, I'm just trying to be nice because we're in the back and you know, you're you're you, you don't want to piss the people off that are behind you because you're standing up and crap. And um, I'm still singing along and stuff. And during one part of the set, he goes, we got any queen fans in here. And the lady in front of me turns around and goes, this guy, I'm like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> Cause, and then the second set, I just said, F it. Cause you know, yeah. the people behind me be damned. I'm going to have a good time. But yeah, that was that, actually, that was a better, I think that was a better show than queen. Because I saw Queen and Adam Lamberg, and it was just 
it paired in comparison just because as a musician you want to hear the solos and the riffs and the breakdowns of you want to hear the whole song and the queen and adam lamberg just was like it felt like a variety show but it is what it is i didn't pay to go to it my daughter won tickets it was kind of funny we were driving home actually we were driving home from the winter social like two years ago and the radio station was giving away tickets and we're all dialing, dialing. And in the back seat, I hear her go, I love queen. And she won tickets. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's one show I might want to be, want to go see. Queen or Mark Martell? Mark Martell. Yeah. If he ever Just comes he back. sounds so much like it. If he ever comes back, they did such a killer job. It's worth it. You need to go. Yeah. You got any more news? Uh, I did get my Jackson <laughs> Black <laughs> Series and Darth Maul comic packs. Yeah. Those look cool. I mean, they are what they are. It's just, yeah. It's awesome. Cool. I did get that. I forgot to mention that. Did you watch the Star Tours uh, behind the Not attraction? Yet, no. I didn't get that far. Okay. I watched it. It, it was pretty good. Uh, but, I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to know everything they tell you. Probably, or, you know, I kind of felt like it was the same. Same. I mean, there was a little bit of intrigue and stuff we didn't know or I didn't know. But you see the story so many times. And they, after about halfway through, they go into Galaxy's Edge, which I was like, I thought this was Star Tours. But right. then it's just a, it turns into advertisement for Galaxy's Edge. Um, well, but, yeah, the, we watched The Jungle Boat and halfway through that turned into a, a preview for The Jungle Boat movie. Oh, did it really? I, I'm yeah. about halfway through that one. Yeah, it turns. Yeah, I mean that's why the Rock. He's an executive producer for the show, but that's why he's involved in that episode is because he's got the new movie coming out. All right, that they've been stalling for a year and a half now. Yeah, I've heard people that are like, "I'm going to riot if the Rock shows up in the Jungle Cruise." He might. <laughs> I don't know how to tell that to people in a way that they're comfortable. But look what happened to Jack Sparrow. He's now part of the ride. Right. They even have a live action Jack Sparrow in the queue for the ride now. Do they? Yep. Oh. It, 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 huh? Art imitating life imitating yeah. art. It's kind of weird because he's sort of like in jail and it's like at waist level. So if you don't, so like you're looking down on him and if you're not paying attention, you would never, if he's not in there, you wouldn't even notice it. But yeah. the only reason you notice it is because somebody's yelling at you down there and you're like, oh, it's Jack Sparrow. But yeah. Oh, um, I was, I was, <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, get get used to it. You're gonna see a muscle bound rock on the the shores of the Jungle Boat Cruise at some point down the line here. All right, they're gonna incorporate some of the movie, especially if the movie's a success. Right. If it's gonna, if it's like Pirates of the Caribbean, then yes, it's gonna be incorporated into the ride. If it's like Haunted Mansion, then out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> yes, you never saw Eddie Murphy in the Haunted Mansion. No. <laughs> Jeez. No, and there was talk about putting Jennifer Jennifer Tilly. Is that her name? Which she played um, Madame Leona uh-huh. in the movie, and there was talk about putting her on the ride, but that never happened. They just kept the original actress. Okay. I think that would have been silly, because if the movie didn't do good, why would you want to see that actor and actress in there? Right. They kept it. Uh, while we're on Disney+, Plus, did you see any of the Visions uh, preview video? The trailer? Yeah. I saw the trailer, yeah. Wow. Now that got me excited. Because I think, huh? 
Good. Yeah. I'm like, ah, now I want to see it or at least some of the cool ones. Cause it did look, it looked better than the, you know, the whooshing of the wind and like you like putting that anime is or mag ma- manga, but Magna. yeah, I don't, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'm not overly excited about it, but I'll watch mm-hmm. it. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. At least now we know what to expect. Yes. And it, it looks like, you know, looks good. Yeah. And they also, uh, in Doc Ondors, they did, uh, they updated the Loka, uh, Loka, Ahsoka Sabres. They did the uh, updated ones from uh, the last episode of Clone Wars, or last season of Clone Wars, where they're more straight. Or Clone Wars and Rebels, that version of her lightsabers. Mm-hmm. They did that in Doc Ondors now. Hmm. Yeah. So more I money. I didn't see that. I missed yeah. that one. Yeah, more money for Disney. <laughs> more like money for Disney. It. Like they need it. Right. Bleeding us dry freaking disney but and then also huh no good and then the gallery disney gallery uh i guess the two is doing a two-part uh making of the mandalorian focusing on the season finale where they bring luke back yes yes i want to see that i just watched um the last episode again Mm -hmm. this past week my daughter was watching tv and she's like i shouldn't be watching tv i'm like give me the remote <laughs> so i put on the last episode of mandalorian as kind of like a, a way to motivate her to get up but then i ended up watching the entire episode and i i noticed i don't remember if we brought this up or if i've seen this anywhere else but the, that last episode was dedicated to jeremy bullock right it was kind of hidden in the credits well and the way D- disney does those credits you're never going to see it anyway right but it was there and then they just released a weird Grogu poster this this what yesterday with Luke making a lightsaber with Grogu. Right. And at first I thought it was a fan made poster because Grogu kind of looked like the sideshow collectible version. Mm-hmm. But apparently it's a legitimate poster and he's got a yellow kyber crystal. And I'm like, that's a weird way to introduce that reveal. Mm-hmm. It's just like, here's a poster. Yeah, I'm I'm curious where they're gonna go with Mandalorian season three because, um, you know, are they gonna go with Grogu? Are they gonna go with Mando? Or is it gonna be a split season? Is it gonna be like with the Bad Batch where all of a sudden you have an episode where there's Grogu and then Mando shows up 15 minutes in for five minutes and then disappears? But yeah, if if Luke shows up, they need to get rid of the CG stuff and start oh my God, playing please. with the deep fakes. Because they just had a Paul McCartney um, music video that was just released. Uh-huh. And they put, what, the 60s Paul McCartney over somebody's, somebody else's body. And it looks super convincing. Wow. And so they, they got to do that. They got to stop making these CG faces. I don't know if they could hold it up for an hour, hour and a half, or, you know, however long an episode was. Because I don't know how expensive that stuff is. I mean, five minutes here and there is one thing, but doing it for an hour and a half... Would they be able to, you know, is the technology there to hold it up or can Disney afford to do that for an hour and a half? Yeah. But I, you know, I think just like with Solo, give you 10 minutes and you'd be over them recasting them. Yeah. As long as they do it convincingly. Yep. But yeah. Let me see if I got anything else. I don't think, oh, I wanted to thank. Whoever left us a two-star review on uh, iTunes, thank you. What star? Two-star. All two it star. says, yeah. With, with no explanation? With no explanation. All it is is two stars. <laughs> thank I you. Looked, 
Keeping it real. Huh? Keeping it real. Yes, exactly. I was thinking, you know, maybe, you know, I was just looking and I saw, oh, we got another review. And I looked and it was two stars with no explanation. (laughs) Um, While we're doing reviews, I want to thank RTM 1988, 1998, 88, 98. Anyways, they posted a, a review a few weeks back ago. I just wanted to say thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely helps. Um, I did also, while we're just talking about everything, we did move the hosting site. So things, I hope, is pretty seamless. So if things get weird over the next episode or two, that's why we, we moved hosting to a, a new site. And you'll be hearing more stuff about that uh, here soon. So uh, you want to talk about uh, Bad Batch real quick? I didn't watch the last episode. Okay. Well, then so I'm, not, I'm not caught up, but I did see the one before that i don't know what you want to talk about i don't know either i just had bad batch well let's talk about this real quick do you think with them reintroducing hera and uh chopper that that's going to increase the price on all the rebel on all the rebel stuff no not not yet we'll see right my gut would say no but i'm i I've known to be wrong from time to time. <laughs> you know, you won't know until you see that stuff skyrocket. And then you'll be like, uh, freaking Dave Filoni bringing it back. But I, you know, I, I don't know if I've mentioned it here or not, but Dave Filoni, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta know he's doing it for a reason. Yeah. He's bringing Hera back and he's bringing Cad Bane back for a reason. So. And I saw that, uh, saw someone talking about Omega possibly being a, combination of palpatine and Django fett's dna oh because when you look at some of the way that she she stands like in posters her hair is kind of like like palpatine um she she's good at strategy and she can sense things before they happen so some people are like is this the way to introduce rise of skywalker's reveal that the emperor has been cloned that he's been They've been trying to clone him for decades now. Right. It'll be interesting. There's four episodes left, so oh, let's see what happens. Also, somebody there's a season hit... two coming. Oh, is there a season two? Yeah. Great. It's not awesome. officially announced, but I have a good authority that there is another season coming. All right. Well, I'm not going to spoil the last episode. There's there's an interesting. It it. A... Never mind. I'm just going to shut up because you hadn't seen it yet. It's go good, ahead. but go ahead. Huh? Go ahead, say it. It's good, but it's another filler episode. But then something happens where you're like, oh. And unless you know other lore, you wouldn't get why it, you wouldn't get it. I just, oh, all right, whatever. (laughs) It's not a big, okay, it's not a big spoiler. But if you want me to say it, I'll say it because I know how you don't like spoilers. But it's not a big, oh, uh, not a big, oh. uh, But you know the two-horned guy in Rebels that has a horn that's broken? Yes. They show how he loses his horn in this episode. Oh. Okay. But it's it, and you get to see the pikes. The pikes are in this episode, which you're kind of. I'm going, ooh, spice traders. So it's kind of cool to see the pikes again and all that stuff, which ties in the last episode of Solo. Yep. But anyway, you want to go talk about the social? um yeah uh, let me uh let me do the oh do your market watch market watch i did i pulled comic-con stuff because it's comic-con weekend 
So if you have the Comic-Con exclusive holographic Leia, that was part of the Saga collection, I think. That one's selling for about $16. There's the R2KT, which is the pink droid. And that's got a very touching story. If if you want to know more about that, go onto the Star Wars YouTube channel. And uh, there's the, what do they call them? The Star Wars stories. There's one about the founder of the 501st. That one is very, very touching and it, it moved me, but um, R2KT is selling for about 70 bucks. Wow. Surprisingly, the Comic-Con Jin Erso figure from right before Rogue One came out is selling for 70 bucks. Which version is that? Is that, does that That's, the typical one where it's got, she's got a whole bunch more stuff to her? Yeah. It's like in a special box that kind of slides open. It's got like a white front with like like a grayish green image on the front of her. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, the San Diego Comic Con Grand Admiral Thrawn, one hundred and eighty five dollars. What? Yeah, that's how much it sold for this past week. Wow. And then finally, for the market watch this week, San Diego Comic Con Boba Fett with Kenner Deco. Sold this week for about $204. Okay. At least that one seems to be holding pretty steady. Yeah, I think that's the magic number there for those Boba Fetts. It's about 200 bucks, 250 Like the the one with um, Han Solo and Carbonite, that one's about 250 And that's mm-hmm. been holding that way for a couple couple years. Yeah. Because so I think, yeah, that's what I paid for mine. And then it kind of went down. And then it kind of, it did the whole bouncing thing where it bounced between 100 and $300, depending on the on who bought it and yeah now it seems to be rock solid at about 200 awesome yep awesome sauce awesome sauce do you have that any of those do you have the jenner so i don't have the jenner jenner so i don't have the holographic leia or the thrawn i have yeah. kt and um boba fett cool yeah i coo, picked coo, up coo. huh coo, coo, coo. Coo, coo, coo. yeah i did pick up the thrawn just because that's a badass figure uh, a few years ago when we were in florida that i found it was the fun it was fun because i found this toy shop that i guess they they were in the process of moving and he was like yeah I dig through all the boxes and there was a thrawn and he wanted like 50 bucks for it so damn yeah that's a steal that's less than it was sold for yeah i'm pretty sure it was a 75 dollar figure to start right i think it was yeah and, and that was another because hasbro pulse was selling it and it was one of those it was the first time that i really dealt with having something in my cart and by the time I checked out, it was gone. And I was just pissed. I, I messaged Hasbro and they're like, sorry, there's nothing we could do about it. Yeah. And yeah, it was just, it's like, damn. So uh, how was the social? Um, hold on. I got to text my wife something. Oh. Uh, she wants to know where the lint roller is in the bathroom. Cat. I was at a very loud wedding. Yeah, how was that? It was loud. It was a Greek wedding. I've never experienced anything like it before. It was it was a blast, but the DJ was just blaring the music to levels where it was just deafening. And you and you couldn't decipher drums from bass from vocals. It was just oh like my no God. exaggeration. And I it's my understanding that they did ask the DJ to turn it down a couple times. Mm-hmm. And he would turn it down, but then he would turn it back up. At that point, that's why I keep earplugs on me, especially when I go to stuff like that, because you just never know. Deaf, right? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, well, you know, years of being a musician and being born deaf in one ear that I just I've learned to protect my hearing and I have a little set of earplugs I keep on a keychain. Yeah. And it, just for that reason, because I've gone it's to smart. one too many. Yeah, I've gone to one too many things where it the band's way too loud or the DJ's way too loud. And it's just, yeah, I got to throw those things in. But that was your what was it? It was your cousin. It was my cousin. Yeah, she was getting married. Awesome. And the other side was Greek. So my whole family's watching them like dance in circles and get up on chairs. And we're just kind of like outside the uh, dance floor clapping along like, okay, what do we do? <laughs> I was going around to my cousins. Listen, everyone, we need to step it up. We need to do something. <laughs> They're all dancing around. We're not. Did you at least start dancing? Well, we danced to like Bruno Mars and stuff. I, didn't, <laughs> I hey. felt like I couldn't dance to the Greek stuff because I didn't know if I was doing it right. Yeah. That dude, I will. I, I have never been there. Greek Greek wedding, but I used to uh, be a photographer assistant, and we the guy did a lot of. The guy was Jewish, and been to a lot of Orthodox Jewish weddings where those where they separate the men and the women. They don't dance together, and those men get pretty crazy on the dance floor. So you know, with the chairs and the, they're I guess they entertain the bride and groom, mm -hmm. and they do some crazy stuff. So yeah. I could I kind of know what you you know. Hearing the chairs and the, the everything, I kind of can imagine what you saw, and it's it gets pretty crazy. Yeah, it was just like they did the traditional, like here's the bridesmaids and the groomsmen, and here's this bridesmaid and groomsmen, and now you're your your bride and groom, and they come out, and it was just an hour of clapping and music blaring and the dancing and the chairs. Then they were like still clapping and cutting the cake, and I'm just like, what is? This? <laughs> wow, this is going on for an hour. This is pretty fun. The I did notice, so loud. huh? If, if the, the music, music wasn't so loud, I, I did notice your tie came off. I was looking at pictures, and like the start of the night, you had a tie, and about halfway through, it came off. So that was you yes. being rebellious. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was dangerous. Watch out, people. I had three sodas, and I oh took my. my tie off. It was an open bar, so I did have some uh, some uh, bourbon. Ooh. And uh, went to bed around ten thirty, and then uh, this is this is the uh, the wedding podcast, apparently. Um, <laughs> but no, I did. I, and then around four o'clock, I planned to get up around five to get on the road because we did all the from Grand Rapids to Atlanta all in one day, and planned to get up at five. But there was drunk people just having fun out in the hall around four. <laughs> I'm like, screw it, I'm just gonna get up and go. <laughs> You know it's a good wedding when that happens, man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and there was like there was one of the luggage carts in the hallway, and I'm like, that wasn't there at 10:30 <laughs> last night. How did that? Were people having rides down the hall or something? <laughs> Probably. I did go to a wedding in. Since we're talking about weddings, we'll just go do it. I went to a wedding in New Orleans, and we like after we had a pre or post party. And I was in the wedding and, you know, so I'm in a tuxedo and we're at the casino party and, and I was like, I got to get out of this thing. So drunk, I was like gone. I walked from the casino to the hotel and back praying that I want to get lost because my cell phone was dead and I was drunk, <laughs> you know, and it just, yeah. it was just one of those moments where I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this stumbling and nobody stopped me. Nobody said anything. I, <laughs> You know, it's you're walking Orleans. around. It's, yeah. it's normal. Yeah. And, you know, when you when you see somebody at 8 a.m. walk out of the uh, elevator with the beer, with the cracked beer, you're like, it's Nola, baby. 
But let's get over to the, to the yes. social. Yeah. So, How was this social? What did I was, miss? Um, you missed a really awesome dinner, dude. I think Friday night was probably for me the better part. I mean, I enjoyed the whole aspect of it, but Friday night we had a welcome dinner um, in, I guess it was John, I guess it's John's Creek area. Um, and I show up, we were hanging out cause me and Jerry, we got together early. We went to the hotel uh, cause I, I get off at like three 30. So we met up about four o'clock at the hotel yeah. and hung out for a little, hung out for a couple of hours and a couple of the guys came down and uh, we, we all shared beers and I, about, about six 45, I'd called the hotel, called the restaurant and made the appointment and made the, made the reservation. And we, we were like, all right, cool. We got the reservation. So we'll head back, head over there about six 45. And by the time we got there, everybody was already started to seat sit. And I get to the table and there's Tim Effler and Jim Schweringen. And I'm like, Oh crap. And for anybody who doesn't know who they are, who are they? They are the Jim Swearingen is the guy that they flit Kenner flew to LA to see what Star Wars was and what they could do. He's like the lead designer on the whole Star Wars yeah. uh, toy line. And Tim, I'm uh, Tim was what, what Tim worked for. I don't know what Tim's role was. I think he kind of in the later years had the same almost role. Uh, yeah, you know better designer. than I do, huh? Yeah, he's a toy designer who yeah, worked toy on. Designer. Uh, micro collection and he's like an artist too so yeah it was cool because the first thing because before everybody got there i wanted to ask tim about all the bill and ted stuff so my first words to tim was like dude how much stuff did you do on bill and ted he's like well i headed that i was the head of that i was so i'm like oh crap so i sit down and i'm starting to show him all my art that i've got because i got pictures i've got all this pre-production art of bill and ted and uh we talked to we talked for a minute he goes he was kind of like it was cool, but he was like, I didn't draw any of this stuff because it was probably these couple of guys. And we talked for about 10 or 15 minutes on that. And then he just started, it was just like bleh, for like two hours, just talking. It was great. Um, and, and it's sad because I tried listening. Uh, Jim was sitting like right next to him, but it was a really noisy restaurant. And he was so soft spoken that yeah. it was hard to hear him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was still a cool, you know, because we, I've got a list of stuff we talked about. We, um, and it was just, and thankfully Jerry was sitting next to me and then Shannon who's into the toy in, in the toy production. I'm not a hundred percent sure what he does, but he works in, in like marketing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was able to talk to Tim about just, and just being able to just being in that triangle of those two guys, those three guys for a couple of hours was just awesome. Cause Jim was, Tim was just like, talking about this big gun prototype that he made uh that you when you shot it the it got you you did the the lever on it and the weight there was a weight in it that went to the front of the gun and then when you shot it so it got top heavy or front heavy but then when you shot it this weight shot back and like hit you in the shoulder to where you got a a recoil it felt like (laughs) a recoil but it just never made it to production because they were like we don't do guns was that a Star Wars gun or just a gun gun? Just a gun thing. Just okay. it was no Star Wars. It was just like a, just a ridiculous sci-fi looking gun that he, okay. you know, it wasn't a real looking gun, but he just made this. It was huge and just gaudy and ridiculous, but yeah. it just it never made it to production because they didn't. It was like Vietnam War era, and they felt like it wasn't, uh, wasn't a good thing to do. Right, not totally. Uh, yeah, and we talked. Uh, he was talking about the six million dollar man because he was he was involved in that and. 
he told me a, he was telling a story about how they were doing a, trying to do a parachute for the 12 inch six million dollar man and they were dropping him off of the fourth floor of the kinder building and apparently they didn't have the backpack they the backpack was supposed to open from the top but they didn't realize with the centrifugal force or the force or whatever that of falling that the backpack would never open they they couldn't figure they didn't have that figured out so they threw him off the top of the building the backpack didn't open and he just crashes to the ground into like a million pieces and everybody's like oh well how times have changed. I mean, <laughs> now in construction, that would be a nightmare if something fell from the fourth floor. Yeah. And then while we're talking about the $6 million man, uh, Jim is like, I'm the one that came up with the eye thing. Where they did the the whole see through the back of his head. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And he was like, we used like a, a, a peephole in a door. And that was the, the that was the, the thought process and then that's how he came up with uh with that so you see what he sees right right this is what the toy would see yeah and i should i meant to ask him i'm like did that why boba fett had the thing but we never i never it's one of those things i need to get back to that and it's just so much stuff happening at the same time where yeah uh you just never get back to it and uh what else there's the kinder building the uh, it was funny because i was talking to him and I mentioned that I'd gone to Cincinnati and they were like, why would you go to Cincinnati? <laughs> it's like, because dude, history, I wanted to see the mural and I wanted to see the, the Kenner building and, okay. and everything. And I, I'd showed them pictures of us at the Kenner building, you and I, and yeah. told them the story. And they were just, they were, they were, and we talked about the mural and he's like, dude, there's a, there's an actual documentary on them making that mural somewhere. So I have to look that I haven't looked it up yet or haven't tried finding it, but apparently there's a, there's a whole documentary on the murals and uh, their parent, you know, Kenner, I don't know if you get, if, if you realize it or not, but Cincinnati's just full of these murals all over the place. Uh, and I wanted to get more into it when we were there, but I never did. And probably when we go back, I may look more into Cincinnati uh, just because those murals are everywhere and it's just, it's a cool town. Mm -hmm. um, and then what else? So anyway, so as I'm talking about the Cincinnati trip, I talk about and I tell him, I said, because I wanted to find, you know, I wanted to find something. I wanted to do that, you know, find that that treasure that nobody has. And then I go talking about I said, dude, you know, I was at I'm talking about how I was at a toy store and the lady had a guy bring in the Stretch Armstrong in a box. And, you know, he saw, tried selling it to her for 50 bucks and blah, blah, blah. And then the lady figured out that it was a toy designer a Kenner employee having a yard sale and like everybody get out of my shop. I'm going toy shopping. And then Tim looks at me and goes, I designed that. <laughs> so <laughs> then he goes off about stretch Armstrong for 30 minutes about how they, wow. you know, doing the, doing everything and designing them. I don't designing the monster and how the monster ended up just how car, how nasty cornstarch was and how weird it was trying to put stuff in a latex glove and, Said a few other choice things that it's not good for a family podcast, but uh, is that what's inside Stretch Armstrong? Yeah, corn it's, starch it's and corn water. Yeah, cornstarch and water is inside of Stretch Armstrong. That. I was wondering that because we yeah. did polars and that goo came out. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, it's 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 uh, yeah, water and and cornstarch. Oh, cool. Hold on a minute, Mandy's leaving. I think. Hello. 
I'm podcasting. Oh. Go, Shorty. It's your birthday. She couldn't hear you say happy. Jason says happy birthday. Oh, thank you. I had my headphones on, so. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, was dinner. Huh? That was dinner? That was dinner, dude. The day before the social. The that wasn't even the social. That wasn't even the social. Dude, and I still got more things. So oh. um, anyway, he talked about the, yeah, this whole stretch orange sprung thing and the whole cornstarch and how you had to have like different shoes and how rats love the cornstarch and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you, you know, he's like, you couldn't walk, you couldn't wear your normal shoes into the production room because oh. it was just cornstarch everywhere. That's uh, one so factory you, I don't want to be in then. Yeah. And he said the rats were nasty. And then uh, towards the end of the night, he shared a story about, you know, we were talking about stuff that, you know, what was the one thing you never produce, you know, stuff that was never produced. So he goes off, not goes off, but he talks about how he, they wanted to do a Tux, Tuskegee Airman figure line. Huh. So he was like, you know, it, it, because he wanted it to be historic. Yeah. And he was like, dude, it's, it's perfect because you've got the definite, you know, you've got the good guys and you've got the bad guys, which the bad guys, you know, were, were Nazis and everything. He's the Nazis. Yeah. And he goes, and you definitely had, you know, you had, the, and, it was definitely it was it was cut and dry what good guys bad guys blah 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 and how he went to tuskegee he went to the tuskegee institute or whatever the 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 people that run the uh i'm the, losing my yeah, train but the, the conservatory yeah, the of, yeah. um and the, the, they have a board of people and he was just saying how cool it was that all these people you know that all these guys they're doctors and lawyers and everything and um basically what the tuskegee whatever the the conservatory or i I, like i said my my train of thought i can't think of it right now foundation or something yeah yeah, it's a foundation their job is to get minority pilots to pay for them to get the the people minorities that are or that are interested in being a pilot they'll pay for their pilot for them to get their pilot's license um so for me i'm just i'm like this is cool because you know you're hearing history here Mm-hmm. and he how he made up all, everything he had the planes he had everything drawn up and he gets their approval and then he starts sell, trying to sell it and he hasbro ended up picking it up and made a couple of 12 inch tuskegee airmen gi joes so his, he's like you know i didn't make a lot of money off this but to think that i got a few guys their pilot's license was was awesome yeah so that's it was cool special. to hear the story, huh? That's pretty special. Right. So, and it was cool to hear it from concept to finish, you know, and hear what all he went through to make that happen, uh, which, you know, that was cool. And then to find out he's writing a book. Tim, Tim is, uh, I yeah. don't know. He's trying to decide if it's going to be just Star Wars or is it going to be his life? as a toy designer, which I want to hear his life as a toy designer, because to me, that to me, it would be a really interesting book. Uh, so that's going to be out. He's, he's thinking in the next year. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. That should be cool. Yeah. And then we went to the party. That was, that was Friday night. <laughs> Friday, Friday night. Was, just, was there wow. an after party Friday night? 
uh after dinner or is it we just, just we kind of walked around because it was in a in a in an area that uh one of these multi-use places yep. and by the time we were done with dinner the multi-use place was shutting down okay but we walked around for a minute and uh we we wrapped that up about 10 30 because we were like uh the ryan was like all right i need everybody back in my house at 9 a.m to start <laughs> setting up so that ended friday night fairly fairly early um and then you know, woke up at whenever and showed up at Narayan's about nine thirty and started setting up for, for the social that got, that got going about 10, about nine, ah, crap. I'm getting confused. That got going around 11 and just kind of partied all day, man. It was, it was hot. <laughs> uh, I drank a lot, but I didn't get drunk because I'm sweating it all out. It was <laughs> ridiculous. But, uh, you know, had a bunch of people from all over the country show up. Uh, I tried playing pool. I, I won a couple of games, but didn't, didn't make it to the to the finals. Um, the Ryan did have a, a, a trivia that I thought was going to be hard. Well, it was hard, but the two people that won had like 20, 20 points. And then fifth place was like five. And I was like, dude, I could have our third place was like five. So I was like, man, I could have won something because I, I got five questions, right? Because it was all about his cantina, all about his collection and uh, Jedi Luke. And oh, it was just it was some crazy, crazy questions. Uh, and, you know, we had a food truck there, which I've discovered. I'm like, the food truck's the way to go because we weren't slaving over a hot uh, grill grill all day because last year we got stuck doing that all day and yeah it just it was miserable because then you turn not only is it miserable for the person that's standing over the grill you lose that whole section of uh of space because nobody wants to stand next to the grill when it's 100 degrees outside right um so that was cool uh he had collection tours dude the most the, the best part justin comes out to me and's like Narayan's giving Jim Swearingen swag advice. So I like dropped what I was doing and watched Narayan give Jim Swearingen swag advice. Mm -hmm. uh, awesome. there were, yeah, there were a couple. You could just see, dude, at the, I forgot. At, at, at Friday night, I look over at Narayan sitting next to Jim and the look on his face was, he was a kid in a candy store. Sure. He was just smiling from ear to ear, ear, to ear going, oh my God, I'm, I'm having dinner with Jim Swearingen. <laughs> And it, it was even to me because I when I walked up to that table and I saw those two guys sitting there, I had to take a step back because it was just it was a oh, oh, oh shit moment because you know two Kenner designers I'm getting ready to have dinner with and it it was just an incredible incredible time on Saturday we had um, what we had like four or five Kenner guys there we had Daryl Daryl Depriest was there we had Jim and Jim and Tim were there. And a couple of other guys like um, Doug Miller, you, Doug Miller. You're better with this stuff than I am. And Craig Stokely. Yeah. So we had the, all those guys were there. Um, and I think they're all pretty much local. So it's, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing that they showed up to our little oh, yeah. summer social. Um, the social was fun, man. It, it, you know, hanging out, talking star Wars. It's something we hadn't done in over, over, you know, a year and a half. And, it was done in a blink of an eye, dude. It just, you know, all just of like a sudden. like a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Months <laughs> you know, of planning gone in, in two hours. Right. Well, it was more like seven. But Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> we stayed till like seven o'clock. And uh, 
Yeah. And then about seven o'clock, we packed up and hung out for another few minutes. Actually, we went back to the hotel for a little bit because we had room sales at like nine o'clock. Oh. And that got interesting because we had stuff uh, all over the place, man. Just the amazing stuff that was at that room sale because we had a couple of big, big names that, that showed up to that. And then, you know, Ian was there with his daughter trying to sell stuff and selling all of his his wares and I picked up, you know, like I said, I already had a deal with him for, for cases. So he had them for me and, uh, prototypes, there was prototypes there. There was the one thing that I'm, I'm mad at myself for missing out on, but it wasn't, it was what I wanted, but it wasn't what I wanted. So I was kind of like, I'll wait, but it was, it was a stupid price and I should have picked it up. One of the guys had a, uh, Boba Fett offer Leia but it was beat to hell and he was only the like the, huh? The card, right? Not, the co- not, not a carded figure. It's just a carded card figure. No, it was a carded figure. Oh, okay. But the bubble was crap and the card was kind of beat up and it had the um, sticker on the back covering up the rocket firing fed offer. And, and I, it, it, I wanted it, but I really wanted one without the sticker on it, or at least because it just had the black sticker on it. And they had another one that explained, I think a little bit more about fed. Uh, and that wasn't, it wasn't the card I wanted, but he only wanted like 200 bucks for it. I, I, I hemmed and hawed over it. And as soon as I paid Ian for my cases, he ran over there and bought it. I was like, you <laughs> sucker, you just spit the money that I gave you to buy the thing I want. And he was like, sorry, mate, that's how it rolls. And, uh, <laughs> I've learned that if you want something, you better buy it when you see it because it's right. going to disappear. Otherwise something like that's going to happen. And I just, I'm like, that was probably my only opportunity, not only opportunity, but only opportunity to pick one up cheap. And I could at least have one in my collection. And I just, you know, that's what happens when you him and haw. And (sighs) the issue was, is I had, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I already spent a ton of money with Ian and I'm going to try to limit myself for what I'm going to, you know, I'm got a budget or I'm trying to, we're staying a budget and it just, it didn't happen. So somebody else bought it. So buy Bummer. it when you see it. Yeah. Don't, don't him and haw. And uh, yeah, I want guy had a tub of, uh, you know, a little, little tub of prototypes. And I picked one up that said $15 and I'm like, obviously this is priced wrong. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> cause if it was 15 bucks. I'm buying five of them. Yeah. And uh, it was just, it was a good time just hanging out. Uh, you know, that, that went from like nine till about 1130 midnight. And, oh, dude, I totally set up uh, Maggie. You know who Maggie is, right? Yeah. Yeah, she she's a Jar Jar. She's a Jar Jar guy. She likes Jar Jar Emperor and uh, Tarkin. Or maybe Jar Jar and Tarkin. I don't know. I don't, I think she likes the Emperor. But Anthony had showed up with all his prototypes and he pulls out a prototype Jar Jar from the, uh, from the loss line or Ooh. it, I thought it was, yeah. With that, that car, you know, the card back I'm talking about and it, yeah. And it, but it, it turns out, I think it was part of the, they did a carbonite collection or something where they had it all in a carbonite chamber. Yes. Uh, from celebration a few years yep. ago. Yeah. It was something from that, but it was a prototype because it, it had the tracking number on the back of it. And Maggie's like, crap <laughs> so she bought that and then i'm like ian she needs a case and she's like you suck i'm like i like spending people's money <laughs> right it's fun when it's not your money exactly 
Um, and then after that, Narayan, of course, you know, at 1230, when everybody's trying to leave, Narayan's like, let's go to Waffle House. <laughs> He's a party animal. He really is. When he gets out, he gets out, man. And, and we he looks up Waffle House. And I'm like, dude, you realize that Waffle House aren't 24 hours anymore? He goes, no, they're all 24 hours. So we found one that was close and we went there. And of course it's typical Waffle House at 1230 at night. They've got a bunch of shady characters in there. Shady characters working, shady characters eating. And they look right at us and go, man, it's going to be like a half an hour before we could seat you. And I'm like, dude, the tables are there empty. They're just dirty. And of course, Shannon's with me and he goes, dude, those guys don't want to work right now. They don't want us eating there. There's a reason why those tables are still dirty and they're telling us it's going to be a half an hour till they could see us. Right. So he goes, let's go. So we leave and try to find another waffle house and it's closed. And this is about 1 AM. So we were just like, I'm done. No more. Yeah. No mas. No mas. That's a sign. No waffle house for us at one in the morning. Yeah. And that's kind of how I wrapped up my evening or my weekend and just kind of, hung out i know they had a few people show up to the braves game on sunday and it was the braves and rays so i didn't i didn't go i'm not a i'm not a big braves fan i've been to a couple of games the stadium's awesome but at that point i was like i'm worn out i've been up till one in the morning two days in a row and i i can't do it um and was out in the sun all day saturday so it was uh falling asleep at seven o'clock on Friday, on Sunday evening for me, you know, you're trying to watch TV and you're just, you're falling asleep. Exhausted. Yeah. Exhausted. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, it was a great time. I enjoyed it. I can't wait to do it again. We've got uh, stuff coming up, you know, now that, now that everything seems to be over, we don't know what's going on with the Delta variant, but yeah. I have a feeling, I have a feeling that this thing's all going to be like the flu, man. It's going to be around forever. And we're just going to have to, yeah, I'm, we'll just have to deal with it. And I don't think masks are going away. You know, people are going to, you're still going to see them for a long time, uh, you know, especially in like a doctor's office or when you're dealing with people really close. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was a fun time. It was fun. Um, you know, I was talking to one guy who's another Christian collector and he was just like, I've never really spent time with Christian. I've met him at celebration, but it's, it's such a, cluster at celebration because he's got a ton of people trying to buy art from him and you don't want to stop him from selling so you talk to him for a few minutes and then you're off to the next person right. or to the next booth and he's like I, i've never spent time with christian and this guy's a bigger christian collector than i am you know he's got a bunch of a uh, bunch of his art and he was just like i what was just that was cool I'm, you know and i was like it but that was the thing that i i really picked up from the social was there was a lot of people that have never met face-to-face before that you know you knew people you know people on facebook and this was like the first time you actually were able to spend time with them Mm -hmm. uh and and meet them face-to-face which to me is just was incredible that we were able to do that as a club uh you know bring people together and yeah it it was a fun time i don't i mean yeah i don't know if you have anything you think you can add or you got any questions or comments or no, I mean, like, I'm just trying to paint a picture here. How many people were at the social and how many people were at the room sales? I, I, I think we had about 70 people at the social, 70 to 80, somewhere in there. And then probably about 20 at the room sales, 20 or 30 at the room sales. Because 
uh, it wasn't a whole lot of people showed up, but the people that were there had good quality stuff. And uh, a lot of guys were, you know, left and, you know, the guys that were close enough to go home and shower, went home and showered and then came back from room sales. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was a fun time. I didn't, uh, just trying to think if I missed out on anything. We had a There's you know, good swag. I want to thank uh, Narayan for including me because he didn't have to do that. So, but he did, you know, he had, I'm pulling it out here. Um, there was the It's Vaccination, It's Fun that came with the swag where it's the Kenny, Kenna Bird. I was going to say Kenny Bird. Goon, Goonie Bird. Goonie Bird. Kenna Bird. Goonie Bird. <laughs> Goonie Bird. Um, uh, it's trivia. It's fun, which has a very cool logo. I don't know who designed that one. I don't know some some guy in a half-ass podcast. Some maybe, jackass. <laughs> um, there's a cup. There's a pin. The battle cap. Um, he does everything. He goes all out. He really does. He he coaster. Yeah, I've got. You, like, have, you have a cup that you can put the coaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything Narayan does is a is a but. Dude, Narayan's awesome. He's an awesome host. But every time you show up, you you walk away with something. He's got swag for his his collection. He's got swag for every event. And it's a coaster. It's a bottle opener. It's a bottle cap. And he loves bottle caps, man. And that's sort of become his trademark. And mm-hmm. the bottle caps are cool because you could something you could do. It's like five cents a bottle cap, so you can get a lot of them cheap. And he goes all out with swag, man. And, and he's just he's a gracious host. And I appreciate him hosting because, you know, he that's something he doesn't have to do it. He doesn't have to give out all that swag, you know, and and he does it. But that because he loves doing it. And it's just it's something that I want to aspire to because it feels like, you know, when you go to a collection, you walk away with something or you go to a party and you walk away with something. You got, you know, something tangible or a memory that you bring home with you. And it's just it's just cool. Swag is awesome because because of that very reason. it's something tangible. It's memory of, of that event. And yeah, awesome. he does good swag. He is the swag king for a reason. But it sounds like we need to get more local people involved with the club again. Seems yeah. Like after COVID, everyone went their separates. Yeah, I think um, I think that's a goal for the club is to, is to get more local people involved. And uh, I mean, we're, you and I are working on something that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, for the club that I actually think I've seen people already trying to copy it, even though we haven't really made an announcement about well, it. Yeah. They're copying it. <laughs> <laughs> Parallel thinking. I saw that yeah. the other day. I'm like, Oh damn it. It's not new anymore. <laughs> we're going to be three months too late. We were planning this for about a month now. Right. But it just is the way things work because you have stuff planned and then stuff doesn't work out. And then you're like, all right, you got to shift, shift, uh, shift ideas and it's something that you had you know an idea you have that i love because um it's it's for people that you know necessarily can't host a lot of people or host you know a a large event you know for hours where they can host something but they can host something for 45 minutes yeah you know and it's a perfect perfect example of how you know just getting together and saying hey let's 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 work something out to those for those people you know, that, that are scared to host an event, but they, they're willing to open their doors for a few minutes and, and, uh, you know, host, yeah. which, you know, I think we've, you know, got that. We include, you know, and, and it's a great, great idea. 
I'm trying to figure out the Facebook al- algorithms because it's just infuriating. There's people who say that they don't see the posts, and it's just like, well, we we're doing everything we can, right, to um, increase the opportunity for people to see this stuff. But I know how Facebook works, mm-hmm. and Facebook will show you the things to keep you on your page. So, I'm. Um, Nine times out of ten, when I pull up Facebook for the first time, I close the app and open it up. It's going to be something Star Wars. Right. If you see something you don't like right away, you have an increased probability of closing the app. So if you're not, so if you're a casual Star Wars fan and you're interested in maybe coming to the meetup, but you're also the first thing that comes to my mind is a cheese connoisseur. They're going to, you know, show you cheese posts first. I don't know why that came to my mind. No, it makes sense, dude. And they're uh, going to bury the Star Wars stuff and because it's all part of that algorithm. It's not um it's not based on time of post. It's based on your interest in keeping you involved in Facebook as long as possible to see advertisements. Right. The the but and and back to to that everybody's like, "Well, they're not seeing the announcements and if you're not going to the page, you're not going to see everything. So, I mean, if you're a member of a, of a Star Wars club and you're curious what's going on, you got to go to the page. Don't just stay on the main feed because you're like Jason said, you're going to miss out on a lot of stuff. And, you know, we're actually. Um, yeah, you're going to miss out on a lot of stuff. I'm going to I'm going to make a little announcement here in a second. I want to I want to talk about the, the raffle we've got going. All oh, right. Um, you know, we had people that are like that are still messaging Narayan and myself and are like, when's the next meetup? Or, hey, I didn't know y'all were having a meetup or what the heck. And we're doing everything we can to to get the word out there. I mean, you've created graphics to where it's coming up. But I mean, I guess unless you keep bringing that to the top of mind and keep tagging it and keep hitting it, people are never going to see it, which as it's frustrating as an admin of the club, because you know, you're like you said, you're doing the best you can. And, and you know, we're even talking about doing other things and, and venturing out on the other other mediums, but everything comes back to Facebook. I've tried getting off of Facebook yeah. before and it just it keeps dragging you back in because you know it you've got I've got like five or six messaging groups through Facebook that you know, I've got one for my band, I've got one for got two or three for the club and then it just seems like you get tagged you get brought drug into another one because somebody wants to do something and then they make another facebook group that or uh, you know chat group that you got to be uh know what's going on in um so and and the prime example of it now is somebody took had one of the somebody donate i don't know who donated it but in 20 uh 2005 they re-released the early bird set and somebody had taken one of those and had all the Kenner guys that were at the meetup sign it. And some of the, I think they may have taken it to IC. I'm not sure if the, like TC's on it and Jim Swear or yeah. uh, Kim Simmons is on it. Uh, you know better than, like, I can't keep up with names. I, you, you could do a better job of that than I can. And that's something that I need to get better at because I want to know who these people are. And I want to learn uh, by being involved and meeting Tim and meeting Jim and watching the toys that made us. I want to learn more about the process and who the people were that uh, created these toys for us. Um, and anyway, long story short, they had one of these early birds and it's encased in it's very awesome acrylic. And we're raffling that off for children's healthcare. Um, so if you guys are interested in, in getting in on that message, message us at smugglers galaxy at gmail.com. And I will, uh, 
will tell, send you in the right direction for that. Uh, because I just, I think it, it's really cool because we're raffling it off for like five bucks a ticket. And it's probably, a, you know, the, the signatures are priceless, but it's just, it's a cool piece. The acrylic's probably a $50 piece in just acrylic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's probably, it, you know, it's a priceless piece, but it's, it'd be really cool. And I've actually got to, to, to buy a couple of tickets because I think it'd be cool to have in my collection. And it's one of those things where you, when you see somebody doing it, it's too late because you can't, first you got to find the, the, the early bird set, and then you got to get somebody to, and then you got to start collecting the signatures and, you know, um, unless you're at an event and you dragging this thing around to all these events, you're not going to get it. And who really wants, to, I mean, it's cool. I don't, I don't know if I'd want to do that dragging that piece around because I've, I've done that before and you end up getting it damaged and you know, you got to pack it right. And it's just a pain in the ass to get. And it'd be, it'd be an awesome piece to have in, a, in somebody's collection. And it's for children's healthcare. And I know we were at, a, you know, we raised a couple of hundred dollars so far uh, for it. So I'm hoping it'll, you know, we can, we can increase that, that number here pretty quick. When is that? Uh, I think End? it's, I think it's August 7th is what I saw in Orion right. post. Cool. I'll have to buy a couple tickets. Yeah. So it's a cool piece. So Even definitely it's just for supporting the children's healthcare. Right. And it, it's something awesome, man. It's, it's, it's an awesome piece. Somebody could throw in their collection, but yeah. It's a great piece and a great cause. Exactly. We've, we've, the clubs, that's one of the most proud, the prouder things. Cause you know, the clubs raised several thousand dollars over the years for, for children since it started. And that was sort of one of our things was, uh, you know, to help the kids out and, and cause that's the future of collecting, um, you know, and, and it, it, it's really awesome. Like when you told your story about your son getting that black series, uh, last week at celebration, when you see a kid get excited about collecting it, that's something special. Mm-hmm. Oh. absolutely yes um <clears throat> real quick about facebook sorry no go on dude so n- another thing i wanted to ask about was events and we people say they have trouble finding the events i mean it's a it's a closed group but anybody in the group should see the event but it doesn't seem like that might be the case and i'm looking at the september event and it looks like we've invited 140 people and i'm looking at the august event and it looks like one person invited maybe i need to invite i and i don't i don't understand what's going on and then then there's what like zero people invited for the october event but right, i don't know and, how to share these like it's just i guess the thing that needs to happen is as us as admins need to go in and invite people to all these because we've we've kind of had the attitude that we want people to work for it in the past because we don't, you know, it's like, if you don't have the, uh, and maybe this is our attitude and this is kind of bitten us in the, in the butt. Uh, because it's like, you should know how to find this stuff. And I think Facebook's made it more difficult to find it now. So maybe as admins, we need to go in and invite people or maybe you know, for, the first couple ones to get people, you know, give them their little taste of the drug. And then once they're addicted. Right. Cause meetups are awesome. Um, they're fun. They're, it, it's just being around other star Wars collecting and realizing that there's other nerds like you out there. It, it's a fun time to be at a meetup. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, you know, I don't know how far, how hard do you want to get into this? We're at an hour and a half, but we can, we can get into it for a minute. Uh, just, you know, let's get into it for a few minutes. Just how fun a meetup is. I mean, uh, and it, you know, it seems to be, go I ahead. Mean, we don't necessarily need to get into it. I, you said it without saying it with the um, summer social, right? Like how you not only got to see people, but you were connecting with the people who made the product, the, the thing that we love, the sculptors, the designer, the, the idea people telling the stories and and um you kind of get that in a meetup i I didn't mean to cut you off but i think you said it without saying no i think you're right no you're right and that's i yeah it 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 would be kind of ridiculous to repeat myself again but yeah because you never know who's going to show up at a meetup i mean i can't you know we're not going to advertise that you know if we know tim's coming to a meetup he may show up out of the blue because we're not uh, as as respect for him and his privacy we're not going to advertise that he's going to be at a meetup you just you never know he may show up he may not he may have uh is is daryl daryl the priest is the guy that's doing the book right yep he may show up at a meetup a lot enrich a lot You, you you just you never know so you need to get out there connect with the other others in your community because it's just it's something special the star wars world out there i mean uh, if you're scared, just show up, man, and and start talking to people. Don't be don't be afraid to introduce yourself and be like, hey, it's, you know, this is my first meetup. People are people are cool and will welcome you with open arms because, uh, you know, that's how the that's how you grow the community. And you know, I, I know personally, I need to do a better job of that. Uh, you know, when I see somebody new and and, and talking to them better and stuff, uh, but. You know, that's sort of something I've challenged myself to. Oh, that was another great thing I saw in the photos from the summer social that Narayan included name tags. Yes. So even if you knew the face but didn't know the name, you could see the name tag and be like, oh, hey, Richard or whoever, you know, it's good to see you again. And and it just just really easily broke the ice. Right. And you've got the major major icebreaker of Star Wars. It's like, what do you collect? What's what? Right. Show, tell me about your collection. That's the entry point for us all. Right. And we know not everybody's going to collect vintage because vintage is right now, especially right now, because vintage is ridiculous. Yes. Uh, ridiculously expensive. And, you know, you may collect modern stuff. We, you know, and I've told it before. I'll say it before. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It doesn't matter because we all collect Star Wars. I, it doesn't matter what you collect. It's Star Wars and we, we could talk about it. You know, because I, I love hearing about other people's collections. I love seeing other people's collections. I love people that have their original toys that they played with when they were a kid. And they may be beat to hell, but they have their original toys, which I think is awesome. Because, and I'm jealous about that because I don't have my original toys. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd love to have them back, but I know I'll never, I'll never get them back because I have no clue where they are. I don't know. You know, I don't know if they got sold at a yard sale or or what, but. Or, or if they ended up in that fish tank where that guy dumped the acid into all those beater figs. Right. That's he who just, should not be named. Right. That was an asshole move. Yeah. You know, um, you, no. Oh. There's like so many different points of conversation. I want to take this in and we're going to have to save it for next week. Like I also wanted to talk about t- giving tours of your room. Right. And and how do you do it for a collector and how do you do it for a non-collector? But we're I'll save that topic for next week. Yeah, dude, write it all down. Let's go. That let's go. Let's uh, 
do this next week. We can, we can do it. Um, we need a guest too. Yeah, we do. We probably need to bring in Orion in and we can talk about swag one time too. That'd be a, that'd be a fun episode. So I don't think we ever talked to him about swag. No, just, let's set that up. Yeah. Are you writing this down or I need to write this down? I'm writing it down in my memory, which I'll forget in three hours. <laughs> I'm going to make note in my, because uh, I keep, I'm, I'm digital year. I'm paper. I'm old school, paper. man. I, I just, it's a pain in the butt. Well, I don't like it because my phone, it doesn't die, but I've got my phone set up to where after about 30 seconds, it goes black. So it's just annoying to have to put all my biometrics and stuff into it. So I rather, I can have it on a piece of paper and I can write it down. And, and, and I don't use my phone to its full potential, man. I, it's really sad that I've got this awesome piece of technology that I keep in my hands that I use to go to Facebook, go to Instagram and check to see how the podcast is doing. That's what I use my phone for. And I, I don't, yeah, I'm using like a 10th of its potential, which sucks, but that's a, that's a me, that's a me problem. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. have more power in your phone than you did than they did in the uh, Apollo 11 capsule, which is freaking scary. Yeah, that is freaking scary. Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's another topic. Another topic for another day. Oh my! And I, I I'm looking at my uh, been there cups from Galaxy's Edge. Those things are selling for like 300 bucks now, apparently. Which the cups? Star- Starbucks mugs. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize it was like that. So that's just another like, holy crap. I think it's just a thing where people miss out on it and then they're like, I'll pay whatever for it. And... That seems to happen though with all the Disney been there series for Starbucks um, mugs. They're, they're all expensive now. There's like a Magic Kingdom 1, Magic Kingdom 2. Like they, they retire them. And then once they retire, they obviously shot, shoot up in price. Right. Because people want them. And I can't collect, I like, coffee mugs too much so i just i've got too many of them already and it's like i've got the i would never use them because i've got this uh somebody released uh, a set of plates that look like the original plates in a new hope for the 40th anniversary of star wars and i just don't use them they're sitting in my cabinet i bought them for cheap from uh think geek or somewhere and they just sit in my cabinet because i don't want to use them i'm scared that they're going to break and i do the same thing with the mugs all right, we're rambling. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. This is a good wrap up point. And uh, Jason, you, you, uh, yeah, where can leave they us, find you? Uh, you can go to wasolco.com, but leave us a review. It, that I, you probably listen to a million <laughs> podcasts asking you to do that, but it does help. It does get us ahead of the pack. There's a million Star Wars podcasts out there. And, um, for people to find us, that's the best way to do that. So just leave us a review and join the conversation on Facebook. Um, we got some good feedback last week about the solo episode. So thank you for that. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Email us at smugglersgalaxy uh, at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, man. You, it, yeah, thank you because, you know, it, I think, you know, tell a friend and, uh, yeah, leave a review and send us an email, message us on Facebook, find us on Instagram, buy us a t-shirt. You know, that's, yeah. Anyway, Jason, have a great rest of your day. This you is too. the way. This is the way. Mm-hmm.